From Pythagoras to the present, the idea of vegetarianism has followed an epic course. Hear how you can help bring the full story to life. I'm backing vegetarianism, the story so far, because this is important history. As the internet transforms the media landscape, how can vegan organisations and businesses survive and thrive? Have maybe two or three or four different ways that you bring in income. With Stephanie Redcross from Consultancy Vegan Mainstream on Resonance 104.4 FM in London and online everywhere. I'm Ian McDonald and this is The Vegan Option. I have two pieces of news I'd like to share with you. The Vegan Option is now being broadcast on actual radio in London, on the art radio station Resonance 104.4 FM. A million Londoners are now able to tune in to weekly radio edits of the archive episodes of The Vegan Option. Secondly, I'm planning a full radio series to chart the history of the idea of vegetarianism from antiquity to the present, with at least 10 15-minute episodes. I'm taking a sabbatical to do it, I've got interviews pencilled in in Gujarat and Delhi and Manchester, and I need your help. We are in the midst of a Kickstarter campaign to resource this properly so that it can stand the test of time. The campaign rushed past the quarter and third marks in the first few days, and the initial goal, basic expenses for a 10-part series, is right this moment just under half-funded, with two weeks to run. Thank you, so many thank yous, to everyone who has pledged support. And also thank you to Kickstarter, who have made this one of only two radio and podcast staff picks. One of the great things about the Kickstarter is the link through rewards that it builds between pledges and the project. The rewards for this include priority access to post-show hangouts, postcards from places where the world changed for animals, and the series on a stick, literally a branded USB stick. If you go to theveganoption.org and follow the link, there's a video that offers a peek inside this this home studio where I'm recording this now. And it also offers India's best-known voice actor Harish Bimani as the voice of Mohandas K. Gandhi. I've never asked you to get financially involved before, but this will make a real difference to the popular understanding of the roots of vegetarianism and veganism. So please... Log on to theveganoption.org, follow the link to Kickstarter and spread the word. A couple of years ago, we looked into how the information age has changed the vegan movement and how it's connected vegans with information and each other. But what about businesses and organisations struggling to be financially sustainable? With the vegan option running a crowdfunding campaign and, to be honest... That episode in need of some new material for the 30-minute broadcast radio edit for Londoners. It is a fantastic time to look closely at that side of the question. Stephanie Redcross runs Vegan Mainstream, a marketing consultancy. I asked her how she felt the internet had changed things for vegan businesses and organisations. It does challenge how do you raise revenue. I think it it challenges us to say, okay, maybe what worked in the past with magazines and subscriptions maybe isn't necessarily the future. And I think magazines in general or publications are struggling with that. But I think where the opportunity lies is that community connection because that's why people are flocking to tools like Facebook and Google+. You you think vegan social networks could be a revenue generator? It could be vegan social networks or it can be still using other sites like Facebook, but it may be a 
paid option because you can have a private Facebook group. And then in that group, maybe what you do is you host chats. Um, maybe you invite special guest speakers once a week. But I think there's an opportunity to use existing platforms and new platforms. But think of services as ways to turn instead of just those physical publications. But every organization depends on connecting as many people as possible. And when the internet is doing that for you, what's the value add for the organization? I would say a couple of things. I think what's great about the internet is there's ton of information out there, but the challenge is the organizing of that information and also knowing what's relevant when. I asked about this in part because former UK Vegan Society director Stephen Fennick-Paul had told the vegan option that the disruption to traditional media had affected their their business model, which was based on a quarterly magazine. But Vegan Society spokeswoman Amanda Baker told me that the age of democratic publishing made them, quote, more important than ever. She pointed to their now 150,000 fans on Facebook and said that they offered, quote, quick access to reliable information, unquote, very much the curation that Stephanie says people value. And they can search and spend hours on it, but having a service that walks them through it in a you know six-week program, eight-week program, or maybe even having an open group or open platform, I, I, I believe, really does have value. And other people have made it work. Yes, uh, Colleen Patrick Kudrow's uh, Vegan Challenge online mm-hmm. course. I mean, our first episode was about that kind of support, but done as a volunteer service, out of principle, not charging money. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, when people are trying to give out up-to-date information, they're very altruistically motivated. I'm asking people to chip in basically with expenses for the history of vegetarianism because it's such a big project and it seems fair and reasonable. And you look at somebody like Jack Norris with veganhealth.org, a brilliant site of scientifically-based health information. Mm -hmm. It's hard to see a business model. I think... There are, I mean, think of it this way. Um, like, just use an ev- example, the VegFest, as an example. There are free VegFest and there are paid veg and vegan conferences. And often they are the same speakers going to both. Um, I mean, some people are paying 20 bucks, 5 bucks, 10 bucks, But for some people are paying, you know, much bigger numbers. So what that means is there is a free model, but there's also a paid model, even on things that people are able to access for free. And normally the difference is the experience. It is what about what you're creating is different. Like if I use a VegFest, it's a pretty big one here in the U.S. It's called Vegetarian Summerfest. And that one's a paid one. They have created an experience there. The type of people who attend, it's the amount of time, it's the type of format, it's the type of discussions. All of that, even though we're talking similar speakers, we're talking similar content that could come across that they have created a different experience. So I say that to to maybe challenge anyone who's even listening and maybe even in kind of our conversation to say that the experience does matter, the experience that people have and how you package what you are offering to people, not because you're trying to hold back and make people pay for something that they could get for free, is because what you're trying to bring to them is different than maybe the experience they've had in the past. The type of content does matter. Um, who and what they're talking about, and the length of time. And a lot of VegFest, we're talking very short presentations. Normally you're turning through a lot of speakers, where sometimes when you go into these conferences, and you have a lot of this, even in the U.S., you have a lot of the doctors starting to sponsor these, so like um, doctors like Dr. McDougall and, and so forth, where they'll do a week 
end intensive or week intensive. When I hear people say, I have this fantastic health information, you're going to have to pay me some money to hear it, I get very, very suspicious. For a lot of people, especially if you're trying to make changes in your health, if you're really trying to make changes in your impact on the environment, you're looking for someone to dig a little bit deeper. You really want to understand what are the laws out there, what's maybe on the table right now, um, what are some of the things you can do in your community, who you can connect with, and those type of conversations and even presentations do require more time. And that's where I believe the value is. Now, does it mean you're going to make a gazillion dollars from just doing one big fat conference? I'm not suggesting that. It's just like any business, same thing with any organization. You're going to look for multiple revenue models. So what you're going to do is have maybe two or three or four different ways that you bring in income, and this would be one of them. Here in the UK, the Guardian newspaper is trying to bring in revenue by having open days. Mm-hmm. They've opened a coffee shop there down the road from me in Shoreditch. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see what they're doing mirroring that. And, of course, I can understand the access mm-hmm. to those whom people see as health gurus brings, brings us to something analogous to the business model of the music industry, mm-hmm. uh, where the, the records themselves are now mainly seen as a loss leader for the tours, and it's the tours that make the real money. Very good point. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a way in which the rise of the information age has changed veganism that's that's unique to veganism and different to the impact on everybody else? I don't think it's so unique to veganism, but I think it may be unique in how veganism is using it and maybe um, especially a lot of the let's say nonprofit organizations, you know, like Compassion Over Killing, which is a huge organization here in the US and does a great job on investigations and you know what's kind of unfortunately happening in a lot of our factory farming institutions and what the internet has done for them is it really helps get that message out it really makes it from just being a local push to being a nationwide push because i can see it and i live here in georgia and i can see what a dc organization is doing it and share it in georgia then i forward it to my friends and because i used to live in cali and i used to live in chicago and i went to school in michigan all of them see it so i think that's how the internet has really made a difference in our movement but i don't necessarily think that's something we've we've invented because it's got the information out there but the most fundamental piece of information is the reality of how animals are treated in in the industries that abuse them mm-hmm. and that's transformative Yes. And we're able to do this in so many mediums now. I mean, not only we're able to do it in radio, people are doing it in video. And not just that. I mean, even with radio in the past, you know, you had had to have a frequency. You know, you had to be close enough or they had to be, um, you know, available in like your local tower. Where now we have the Internet so you can listen to podcasts and radio shows from around the world. In the past, it was only the big guys that could get the information out fast enough and far enough. And when I say big guys, meaning the established kind of media, and you were always kind of like at their door hoping that they would mention what you're doing so people would know about it. Where now we're a lot more empowered to be able to build our own audiences and to be able to use all of the vehicles out there to get that information out. In asking you for funds at kickstarter.com, the vegan option is following public service radio in countries like the USA that don't have a TV licence. I took the chance to ask Stephanie what she thought of the crowdfunding campaign. By the way, our chat was on day four of the campaign and your support, thank you, has continued 
to flood in since then? I think you've started off well. I mean, you're already about at a third of your goal, which is always important to really make sure out the gate you've, you're starting to get some of those initial pledges. Um, when it comes to Kickstarter and a lot of these online tools, it's important to get as many people aware of the project as early as possible. Um, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, for Kickstarter to even feature your products as an example, um, the more you can do early on to a higher likelihood that they might choose. But with also people getting to know that your project exists early enough, it also makes it easier for people to retweet, blog about it. And, you know, because not everyone turns around blog posts on a dime, but a lot of people maybe in a week or so. So the earlier you can get the word out, I think that's really good. I'm glad to see that you have a video there. And it also gives a very personal message because it has you kind of speaking to the audience and also giving them kind of a behind the, you know, behind the scenes view of the duvet room as we had kind of talked about in the beginning. So I think that was really good. One big opportunity is updates. I noticed that you hadn't posted any updates. I know you're, you know, probably a little bit into the campaign, but updates are really important, really big because your backers can help you spread the word. Because if you start to look at the people that have backed your campaign, You'll look at some of these names, and I've even looked at some of these names, and I know these people, and I know they have networks. So allowing them and even encouraging them to share and let other people know that they backed your project, why they believe in your project, and why they think it's important is a great opportunity for you to get the message out there, as well as continue the conversation. So people don't kind of feel like they just paid, but they feel like they're starting a relationship with you if you start to communicate with them. It's all about the connection. It's all about the connection. It's amazing. And that's the other thing that's kind of funny about the technology is like technology technically sounds like we all should be better connected, but the technology still allows us to broadcast. It still allows us to like blast people and spam each other and all that great stuff. And what people are really hungry for is more of that connection that allows a person to feel like they know you in some way or that they can relate to you. It's very important that people feel like when something happens, you're willing to respond. That's why commenting on Facebook pages make a huge difference. That's why responding to people, you know, when you're in a group or when you're going to be speaking at an event and posting photos and of the car ride over there, why people love those photos, because it feels a little bit more personal. It feels just like they are there and they're experiencing it with you. And the more I think we can really use technology to help people connect and not just broadcast you really see not only a difference in your campaigns and my campaigns as well, but we also see a difference in how we can all figure out how we can all help each other. There's an expression that people formerly known as the audience. <laughs> I like that. Stephanie Redcross, thank you very much. It was great being here. Thank you for inviting me. That update is out now. It's got coverage of the campaign from bloggers like All About Vegan Food and radio interviews with Tanya and Dawn at Progressive Kitch and Bob Linden at Go Vegan Radio. The connection with you is one of the great things about the internet radio format, as well as Twitter and Facebook. There's a page at allourideas.org slash vegan option where you can say which episodes you prefer and all the links are on our website. Rob Masters wrote the music. If you'd like him to write your music, that's just one of the rewards on offer to, you guessed it, backers of vegetarianism. The story so far, a radio history at Kickstarter. 
It's part of a full year of coaching to get your own podcast up and running. There are only 14 days left to back this at time of recording. The last day is Sunday, February the 16th, closing at midnight New York time. Please go to theveganoption.org and follow the link to discover more. Let's make history. Thank you.